The Very Good Adventuring Team podcast contains crass, foul, vile, terrible, immature, and mature content. Jeff Cockthunder, a Goliath Barbarian, and if you dishonor myself or my friends, my hammer will yearn for your face. This is Furitan Furcantries. I am a Dwarven Druid, and I like to find myself some nice leaves to sleep on. This is Peter McMoist. I'm a dark elf bard, and I'm the best fucking town crier in Terror Guard. Previously on the Very Good Adventuring Team. The gang returned back to their home at the Sneaky Brisket to rest. In the morning, they proceeded to Castlehof to meet with Cicero Gwyn. Cicero explained to the gang that they can go through him to build anything they want on the property, and they would arrange it. They then took a trip to the Dirty Rune to pick up their potion waste and to shop. After that, it was a brief stop with Ferris Thurmond to talk about where to host Fight Group. They offered a host in their new basement, and Ferris agreed. Conversation about building a stronghold begins. Uh, the stuff that you guys are going to do is, is going to be more expensive than what you can afford right now, so you're going to have to keep on uh, adventuring for money and whatnot. Um, but yeah, you guys, my suspicion is, would want to build like... A castle. That's what we're looking at here. Yes. Combines two or more of the above into a larger complex owned and run by multiple characters. So we, we have to build like a keep, a tower, or an establishment. We have to build like two of those. We have to build a castle first, which, right... Combines two or more. Okay. All right. Yep. Yep. You're right. So, like, if we end up building them and then connecting them, then that would be the castle. Okay. So, the cheapest thing for us to build looks like it's an establishment. <clears throat> and just reading through here, each season for every three months, depending on the calendar, your establishment generates 1,000 gold pieces per establishment level. Yep, an establishment serves no defensive purposes, typically existing within a town or city with its own fortifications. But your establishment is well constructed with basements, multiple floors, and probably secret passages for you and your allies to escape out of. They take 90 days to complete. Oh, one of the things you can build in your establishment is a theater. Would you like to build a theater? Host some plays as a bard in your theater? Yeah. There's zero reaction to me saying theater like that in this room right now for the listener at home. Everybody is just everybody's just fucking staring at me like I'm stupid. Jerry, grab that dagger off the wall. <laughs> we are, by the way, for the listener at home, also experimenting with a whole new recording space because I moved and uh, let's just kind of hope this all turns out. We're doing as good as we can. Who has the plot point? Uh, right now, Josh, Josh yep. has the plot point. For at some point. I think along the way, I might want to create the Davis Dagger. That sounds like a fun thing to create. Mm -hmm. I don't know what it'll do or what it does, but looking at the wall there, it looks nice. So, Jerry, for what you've read, can you upgrade establishments to other things or an establishment just itself? I think it's just uh, levels of, a, of the establishment itself. And so then each level we upgrade it, we would get an additional 1,000 gold per season. Is our establishment the Fight Club? I don't know. Okay. I don't think it has to be. We just need a basement for this. That, I mean, I think the basement will generate some revenue from Fight Club, but 
I don't think it's going to get us a thousand gold per season. I don't know. I think if you spend the money to make the basement into the establishment, uh, then we'll just treat it the way the rules are in the book. For anything that you guys do until you've, like, officially done the Matt Coville rules, uh, we'll just treat it the way that it's treated in the Dungeon Master's Guide, which, I'm just gonna tell you guys up front, doesn't generate a ton of revenue. And there's a chance that it, like, actually loses money. So, keep that in mind. Okay. I think we should call it the establishment. And have a painted picture of a knife on the sign. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't catch that at first. The establishment. <laughs> Uh, all right, so how much money do we even need to build, like, a level zero establishment? The, esta- the establishment. Uh, I think it's 6,090 days. Let me scroll back up in the book here. Okay, that's good enough. We don't have that much. I have 70 gold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You get one shingle. Cost to build 6,000 gold pieces. All right. I have like almost 2,000 right now. So an establishment, first level establishment could spy in an organization hex, six hexes or oh wow, so it's hexes. Ooh. Actually, I only have like six, I have like 1,700 gold, so we're pretty far behind. Mm-mm-mm. How do we get more gold? Maybe we should go robbing. That worked last time. Rob from the rich and give to yourselves. <laughs> How much of the city can we rob and burn down? <laughs> <laughs> plan a heist I've, right. you know I've heard a lot of people do uh, heist or talk about doing heists in D&D and like the planning part can be funny and entertaining but the heist part itself is usually not very it just doesn't play out very well well I think we just keep doing what we have been doing which is check out the job board so are you gonna go tell out uh, tell Duga Schmelch that we're moving out or are we gonna stay in the the other place still with the running accommodations. That's just ghost. <laughs> it just comes down one day and is an guys? Irish goodbye, guys. Yeah, but you take your sink with you. I mean, can, can we even live in this place right now? Is it suitable for living in? I mean, it's a basement versus the basement you're living in, so it would be about equivalent to what you've got. We don't even have to live in the basement. We can live in the top part too. The shack. The shack part. It'd be like living in a, a like a fishing hut. Yeah, I feel it's like a frat house. I don't really want to go live in the part that we party in. I kind of want to be in the upstairs where like the couch gets hung up where people can't go up anymore. So mm. yeah. All right, I'm I'm down with that. I mean, it's not like we've been paying Dugas any rent or anything. So uh, yeah, we have. Oh, we have. Yeah. Oh, who's been paying that? I haven't. <laughs> Apparently me. All right then. Yeah. Let's take a day to move. Mm-hmm. Do we even need a day? We probably don't really own anything. Oh, a whole lot of stuff. I, I, I would imagine that uh, that Jeff can carry, like, basically all of your possessions in one trip. I have my loincloth and my hammer. <laughs> <laughs> and your favorite leather pieces and... My rocks that I play with. Snoots. <laughs> my, ju- my gym collection. That's going to be my biggest thing. I have to, like, carry all my rocks in my pocket. My precious gyms. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now you're going to be able to have a nice fancy room with a fancy display case. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be like Skyrim. Somebody's going to come in there and steal all your fancy rocks and then throw them away. I'd be so pissed. Oh, does that happen? I mean, like my favorite thing in Skyrim was when you'd get like, oh, here's the Archmage's quarters and you just go rifle through everything. Like, <laughs> Ooh, piece of candy. Ooh, piece of candy. I don't like when you get like a, the, the house and everything, speaking of keeps and so forth, and you put like daggers in the cases and they fucking glitch out and like fly out of the case. Yeah. It's annoying. I don't know what happened. Like I got to part of the story where uh, there's a fight starts in um, uh, Whiterun, like in the middle of town. And like this one guy just died. And so there was like a dead naked body. Just <laughs> and it never goes away. It never yeah. goes away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I had that same thing. I dragged him into the river. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Throw him in the ditch by the gate. Yep. <laughs> and then like once a day, somebody would be like, what's going on here? <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> my goodness, a body. <laughs> And it was like, it was like under the, I tried stashing it under the bridge and everything. And somebody would just like glitchy walk down the hill. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> um, <clears throat> all right. So we're moved. We're in our love shack. Hooray. I feel like we should like roll dice about it, but I can't think of a reason to make you guys roll dice. So we'll just, yeah, go ahead and say you're there. Um, all right. Anything else you guys want to do? Um, well, let's see what we saw in the old, uh, job board. Oh, there's not much there. 
literally one that says new digs. We just did that, I feel like. Mm-hmm. And we did the uh, Ferris Thurmond one as well. Well, it looks yeah. like there's a new spirit in town. Yeah, unfortunately, guys, I apologize. Uh, half of it was moving into this new house, and the other half of it was the fact that we discovered Deep Rock Galactic, and we've just been rocking and stoning for weeks. For Carl. <laughs> for Carl! Rock and stone! You ain't going home. Rock and stone in the heart. <laughs> if anybody at home hasn't played Deep Rock Galactic, <laughs> it's a very well done, grindy, kind of lovely game. It was pretty fun. It still is fun. All right. Uh, But yeah, so uh, I don't have much prepared for you guys other than us talking about what you want to do for goals. Speaking of which, before we move on from that, if the establishment is the first thing you want to build, just so I get an idea of what's going to happen with this, what kind of establishment do you want to build? Okay, I'm done. (laughs) Well, actually, it does say on there the first thing it could be up front. So we could have an establishment and then, you know downstairs have an establishment mm. what does that mean what do you mean what do you mean what's down there i don't know whatever so like we can have multiple things in here like a, a side hustle you're you're a druid can you grow some drugs yeah yeah <laughs> i like how you're just straight up like yeah here yeah. we go yeah <laughs> that's i mean that's gonna happen one way or another i, I just mean it doesn't have to be we downstairs doing. it's just uh, upstairs is a is a, a drug dealing and uh uh, house of ill repute and then downstairs is like a doily factory that's what the the temples <laughs> that's what the temple's gonna be it's just gonna be a modern day amsterdam like place where people go in and you know chill down in the basements where we uh make children's clothing and sell them that's uh, the front part the upstairs part is like the super illegal and nasty <laughs> thing and then in the basement because it's not even that you make children's charity it's or, uh, the, not even that you make children's clothing is that you give it away to charity <laughs> Don't tell anybody about this. Don't you fucking tell anybody. What if we open a blacksmith shop? It's a bunch of hardened criminals down there, but they're all just making like really nice dresses and pants. We could do that. Are you a blacksmith? I've worked under one. Worked under one? It's time to take you this apprenticeship to the next level. How much room do we have? Can we have multiple things? How many? I mean, you guys haven't built anything yet, so that's kind of why I want to know what you want to do with it. Well, let's go down. I mean, in the... The PDF it shows an example of a small establishment. Either one, I think the establishment example they give is in fact a blacksmith. Oh, yeah, I was just gonna check out the rooms and like what you. We could run a competing thrift store and put the thrifty terror guardian out of business. But all of your inventory is stuff you bought from the thrifty terror guardian. Well, I mean, you got to think like we're gonna find a whole bunch of stuff, you know, and whatever adventures we're doing, probably would be a good place to sell that stuff. That's, That's good thinking. Close off dead goblins. Yep. Goblin, <laughs> goblin parts and wieners and stuff. Come on down to the goblin's wiener. <laughs> we, we have all s- sorts of goblin wieners. Big one, goblins small one. Wiener, powdered goblin's wiener. Yeah, you have like the pickled the, goblin's the, wiener. The, the special area where like the goblin wiener is like about to expire. So you can get like the cheap goblin wiener. Clarence, goblin wiener. <laughs> the day old goblin wiener. So, all right, I don't know if I've told you guys this before, but one of my teachers back in college uh, did IT work for a, like a slaughterhouse. And they had this one room where uh, this guy would come in, he paid them to do this, but what he would do is he would take the bull wieners and he'd like nail it to the wall and then uh, put a weight on it and then twist the weight. And he'd come back like once or twice a week and like twist the weight. And he made canes out of bull wieners. So he did, That's he not did how what, I thought that was going to end. <laughs> right? <laughs> I don't know how, it was gonna, how I thought it was going to end. <laughs> I saw a guy on TV lift a can of paint with his. <laughs> what an unexpected twist. Oh, hey! Oh! This guy over here. Yeah, this fucking guy. This guy. Man, that was, like the, that was like this guy's side hustle was he would stretch out bull wieners and then I don't know what he did. He'd probably like cast them in resin. Which, or, like which end was the top of the can? The ball sack. It's like perfect shape. <laughs> it reminded me of like, uh, you know, they had in, um, not who will, but uh, Gangs of New York with the big Irish guy. He had that huge club that he would walk the around. Yeah. yeah. And at the top is just the bull testicles that he would just pop them off and he needed them. Okay. Or is that a shillelagh? Is Brendan Gleeson in that movie? That Good is. question. Who's Brendan Gleeson? Yeah, <laughs> sure. Brendan. He's a guy from 28 Days Later. 
Yeah, that's that's the Irish guy I was talking about. That, that's yep. what I thought. Oh, uh, not Cillian Murphy, but the yeah, the, the cab driver. The his daughter gets yeah. Yep, that's the that's the guy. What's his name in Gangs of New York though? Uh, um, uh, McCuddy, McGillicuddy. McCuddy would be a great name for a an Irish gangster. His kid is General Hugs in Star Wars. <clears throat> Sorry, what? General Hux. Oh wait, are you saying real life that dude's kid? Mm-hmm. Walter Monk McGinn. Monk. That's a yeah. Monk. I really enjoyed uh, the guy that plays Hux as an actor. Like, I just really like that guy as an actor in general because it's amazing to see his character in Star Wars and then watch his character in the movie About Time. I don't know if you guys have seen the movie About Time, but it's one of the best fucking movies ever made. Rips my fucking heart out every time. You know, I just that monk guy in Gangs of New York, that was one of the weirdest scenes, like, when he died. That made me really sad. Well, it, it was just such a weird scene because they made such a big deal about uh, the butcher being... Like, the butcher talks in that whole movie about, like, the finest beating that he ever got from Priest Valen. So, like, you know, the guy appreciates, like fair combat and like if he got his ass kicked like he was all cool with that but then to throw the cleaver in the back of monk i thought that was a weird part of the movie for him to do that it was but he was getting desperate at that time i mean he lost pretty much everything at that point he was at his wit's end maybe he didn't he didn't feel that old old guard was really working for him besides face so desperate times call for desperate meat cleaver throws Mm. so i am down for doing a competing thrift shop if you will Uh, is that kind of a bridge we would want to burn though seems like yeah you have some good connections with them oh, it wouldn't necessarily have to be a thrift shop if it was just like lightly used adventuring gear yeah. and goblin wieners could be odds and ends who else i know that seems like the place to go though so i just want to make sure just talking about it don't want i have to... no specific ties i don't even know who owns the thrifty terror guardian i don't think oh the thrifty terror guard- guardian i thought you were What's the name of the newspaper going around? Like the, the That's battle. Adam McNutt's uh, conspiracy theory paper. We did have a name for it, but fuck if I remember what it was. We're like Ragstock to their uh, Salvation Army. <laughs> 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 You've got the cooler, gently used goods. I don't even know how much my job as town crier is pulling in. I think I've just kind of done a wash on that. Like whatever you guys do in your free time is what pays for your daily living expenses. They fired you like three years ago, but you're just still showing up. <laughs> they just haven't removed me from the payroll. <laughs> no, no, we fixed the glitch. We fixed the glitch. Yeah, I, I, uh, there's so many things in D&D rules that like maybe if we weren't doing a podcast, I would make you guys track like encumbrance. I think it's ridiculous. And boring. To just, I mean, like when you have to track like the weight of your coins and you can only carry so much money with you and whatnot, like it makes sense if you get like a dragon's hoard and you're like, all right, I just put that in my pocket. <laughs> like we still haven't found ourselves a bag of holding yet just for those type of things. Uh-huh. It's true. That's why I've given almost every D&D adventuring party I've ever DM'd for a bag of holding pretty much right away. It's like, <laughs> all right, now you don't have to give a fuck about this. Well, so like if we build an establishment, we build a little odds and ends store. And we'll we'll run the, the establishment in the basement. Uh, what would we want to do to make the, the fight club more, I don't know, profitable, better? Like any improvements we'd want to make? Like once we get the establishment done to kind of... Wait, what did you say we were going to hold the establishment downstairs in the basement? Well, the establishment can have a basement, right? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, so I'd, I mean, I'll have to go through the rules here to to kind of clarify some of the finer points about like... Like, because really what you guys are talking about is multiple businesses now. You're talking about the uh, the used adventuring gear resale. Uh, you're talking about a place for fight club. Fight group, sorry, copyright, non-infringing fight group. <laughs> <laughs> it's the first rule of fight group. I don't even remember what I said anymore. Um, don't violate trademarks. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, that was a way better fucking joke. I wish I could go back in time. The first rule of fight group is you don't violate trademarks. (laughs) We're just not down for that. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, you guys guys are talking about building. um, Well, several things have come up so far. We've talked about a adventuring gear resale shop, which I think is a freaking awesome idea. It makes total sense with what you're already doing. 
You talked about building a blacksmith shop, and then you talked about a place for fight group. I think the way that we can treat this is uh, you guys can do as many of these things as you want to, but mechanically speaking, the way I'm going to play it out is like, if you build one establishment, you get the gold from one establishment. So I think you said it was a thousand gold a month. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't matter if you've got a blacksmith shop, the resale shop, the fight group, if you have all three, if you build one establishment per game rules, then I'll just give you the thousand gold. But you can do as many things as you want in there that seems reasonable. Yeah. So, but no matter what, we just get a thousand gold. Yeah. So then if you, and then when you upgrade it, you know, you could say like, oh, well, we just had fight group in the basement before, but now we're going to build them their own space and say, that's what you spend the upgrade money on. Then you can get the extra thousand for doing that upgrade. And we'll just kind of explain those, you know, so as like, we go along. Until we actually make that establishment, we'll just go off that 8% for fight group that you were talking about and tell which one is more probably that thousand all right fair enough so basically it doesn't really make sense for us to spend a lot of time talking about like all the things that we're going to put in there if we just get a flat thousand bucks a season or whatever oh no man like it's it's fun to talk about what you're going to do in there okay but you know it's just like you know see this could be the wiener corner and this part's going to be all the other merchandise as you can tell the wiener corner is a lot bigger than the rest of it yeah but, uh... that's up on a dais <laughs> We have wiener like, dais, wiener dais. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking about. I cannot oh, hear oh, the word oh. dais, dais without thinking of Amadeus. We have like signs above each of the aisles of what's available in that aisle. And every aisle has an arrow pointing to that corner that says wieners. <laughs> <laughs> and whatever else is in this aisle, but wieners are over there. That's our markup aisle. You know, you gotta have Mark you gotta out. have the thing that pays the bills. I mean some businesses pay the bills with, you know, casinos, casinos, not a lot of people know this, but casinos pay the bills on like the penny and nickel slots. That's what keeps the lights on, the doors open. Money comes and goes from blackjack and craps and roulette, but those slots. And that's, that's your wieners. You guys are, uh, you guys are really in the wiener business and everything else is a lost leader. It's what brings people in, you know, come for the shields and stay for the wieners. I mean, are they pickled wieners? Like, what kind of wieners are we selling here, guys? Andrew, you got to keep them uh, fresh somehow. Different we have to flavor. get wieners before we decide what kind of wieners we're going to sell. Yeah. Are we going to smoke them or, like, pickle them? Step or? one, acquire wieners. Yeah. Step two. Step profit. three. Profit. Wiener profit. I mean, you guys can collect all the wieners you want. I mean, I, I suspect it's going to come down to necessity. You know, it's like on Sunday, they always have the, the special at the restaurant. That's whatever didn't sell over the weekend. That's probably where you're at. You just make wiener soup out of those? Mm-hmm. I'm just saying it's weird. It's strange to call it wiener hall without, without some kind of wieners. Without some kind of wieners. Yeah. It could, be, it could just be a reference to our wieners. Oh, true. I mean, it only makes sense to have the really this, you're just enshrined and dedicated to all the wiener content. It could be a get. wiener museum. Like we just try to collect like one wiener from each type of thing that we kill. The monster wienerseum. Do you think we can make the Guinness Book of World Records for most times saying wiener in one episode? Wiener, 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 wiener. <laughs> Here we go. Well, we're, it's got to be like in conversation wiener. Should Kids we just... go to a smith and have a wiener cutting knife made? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. You're not going to be able to just have one all-purpose wiener cutter. I mean, you know, a goblin wiener versus a dragon wiener. A few different sizes. Just I'm thinking like a hooked blade. Well, I was thinking like, you know, how they have the sky tippers and then you have the drag and we have to have two people like those saws. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the double-sided wiener cutter. Like, I want you guys to have like the big leather rollout case. Like you have to lay it out and roll it out. <laughs> like, like the wiener torture kit or something. What do you, uh, like, what do you, what do you think this guy is? Like a number three? Dexter's tools. Yes. <laughs> oh, we're going to need a number four on this one for sure. Number four curved. All right, you guys decide. Are we selling wieners, wiener museum, wiener restaurant? I have to think we'll sell more wieners than get people to come and look at wieners and pay to look at them. Because, like, I have to feel there's some weird shit going down, like potion-wise and everything else, and people are, oh. like, we joked about it. People might want powdered wiener. Mm -hmm. True. We have no idea what kind of wieners we're going to find. And who knows what properties they'll have. Who knows what they'll cure. Yeah. I mean, if you look throughout, like, actual modern human history, like, from when we have records, people have done weird things. And it's almost always for, like, sexual potency. You know what I'm going to do with this ground-up dead body I found? 
I'm going to drink it in a tea because it's going to make me hard. <laughs> That's, oh, yeah, I can see that. It It is strange, like, if you want, if you want to be stronger, you have to eat, like, the muscles, you know? And if you, if you want to get, like, you know, a harder wiener, you got to eat their wieners. It only makes sense. And then if you want to be smarter, they tell you, no, you can't eat those brands. <laughs> But they stopped the Browns, yo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's where we draw the line? No, okay, oh. Bye, sure. But yeah, I mean, you know, that's like when you, uh, when you eat the heart of your enemy and you gain their strength and their power. Right. But no, you just can't eat the brains. I mean, who doesn't want the power of Goblin Wiener? I mean, what, how are we going <laughs> to, if we get like, you know, all these mystery wieners, like... <laughs> How are we gonna? I think, I think we'll come across, and when that goes, we'll. we'll we, pro- we probably really have to have a bin of mystery wieners and be like, "Not this one on the sidewalk." One one wiener scoop for five dollars or something like that. Yeah. Just... Fucking the bargain barrel of wieners, just a big barrel. We don't know where they came from. It's like the old candies at the grocery store, or somebody would just grab one. <laughs> I like to think we have like the mystery. Just we swept all the wien- like wieners that people dropped on the floor and they all go into the i like to think they're like mystery wieners where like you know the old vending machines where the prize comes out and the thing you pop it open uh-huh. oh i got a goblin <laughs> the little uh what do they call those things not the clamshell the, the like eggshell the little eggshell egg case mm-hmm. yeah yeah you pop it open and you get the gold wiener and you get a, another prize yeah we or could something. do that <laughs> get a golden wiener <laughs> get a sucker with the Native pointing at the star, you get a wiener for free. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Every once in a while, somebody's going to go out there and sh- like flip the, the wiener barrel upside down. All the cat wieners go to the bottom. You got to get those back up at the top. <laughs> well, we are going to have to find like hire a wiener taster or something like that to, <laughs> to decide or just to find out what like uh, these wieners do. A wiener allié. Yeah. I mean, you guys are going to be still adventuring and stuff, so you're going to have to definitely get someone to run the shop. Samala wieners? I think, uh, well, I mean, we definitely could get Adam McNutt on there, and then we can get uh, Alatar. Are we just going to start hiring all these people, get Alatar on the science side to try all these wiener potions? Yeah, probably Alatar is a good, he's, he likes experimental stuff, so mm-hmm. maybe we can work out a deal with him. Getting paid strictly in wieners? Or what, yeah. All right. <laughs> I want a 10% cut of every wiener. <laughs> oh, so you want the brisk cut. Got so it. you the want us disc- to only sell circumcised wieners. Yeah, the brisk discount. Gotcha. <laughs> the brisk discount. <laughs> the brisk count. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Fucking brisk count. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck it's 10% up <laughs> <laughs> fuck oh man alright there it is you topped it you did right, it that's, so that's, what, did we're, it. that's yeah. what we're doing with our establishment <laughs> making a wiener hall wiener emporium <laughs> alright what that's, else we got to decide? That's your, that's your loyalty program is your, your brisk count card. <laughs> <laughs> Every tenth wiener card. is free. <laughs> Instead of punching it, it has like little wieners coming up. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be like a flyer around town. You're going to have it like on there and you just pull a wiener off and you're like, oh, look at that. Oh, just one more snip and your next one's free. <laughs> <laughs> little... What the fuck? (laughs) Man. Oh, that's great. That's great. I'm fucking crying over here. (sighs) I just, as soon as you said it, I pictured the card with a bunch of wieners coming (laughs) off of it. Oh, God. And you'd have to have like the special hole puncher scissors to do Mm -hmm. it so people could tell if it was, you know, somebody, you can't just go chop those wieners off yourself at home. Nope. Oh man! <laughs> Start out looking kind of square and blocky, but the the thing makes it look like a proper dickhead. <laughs> you have to like match it up to the mold at the end. Ah, oh, I see you did cutting the three by yourself. There's a you corner right tricky there. with me, Steve. Uh, <laughs> oh fuck!
to all of my most precious VGAT fans. Thank you so much for joining us here in the mid-roll. I recently finished a book called The Blade Itself by Joe Abercrombie, and I'm here to tell you it's worth the read. I'll be honest, I'm one of those readers who really hates every goddamn thing in the fantasy and sci-fi world having to be a trilogy, but I guess in this case I'm okay with it. I've got about a dozen or so books in line ahead of the second book, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be enjoyable. I also recently read Bloody Rose, the follow-up to Kings of the Wild. A bit of a sophomore slump, if I'm being honest, but still an enjoyable read. I'm not going to dwell on this one, but I'm excited to see what Nicholas Eames does next. If you're looking for the next thing to pick up, though, I could definitely recommend either of these. I'm also looking forward to reading the next book in the fifth season series by N.K. Jemison. I can't make any promises about a book I haven't read, but I have faith it's going to be good. If you couldn't tell by me slipping into book reviews, I don't have a lot to add today. It's been a pretty standard week for me and for VGAT, so not much new to report. We're just plugging along as we trudge through the long, dark, cold months of Midwestern U.S. winter. I hope all of our friends in and around the Arctic Circle are getting some sunlight where they can. Thanks to all of you for listening. Thanks to all of you who support the show. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook for the very occasional update. And take a gander at our website at thevgat.com sometime. T-H-E-V-G-A-T dot com. Until next time, let's get back into the action. As mentioned, we don't have a ton of great things on the job board because I'm a lazy, lazy piece of shit DM. And I'm just fully owning that. I hey, quit. sometimes it, there's just no jobs out there. All right? It's just yeah. a little... It's all right. Is, can we get unemployment? You're going to get $600 or $2,000? What do you, what do you uh, think? Who's in power right now? There's a turtle preventing you from getting $2,000. <laughs> you a guys are going to have turtle. to kill the turtle. <laughs> I was going to say, we know how to deal with that. Turtles on the half shell. Turtle, turtle power. power. Of the three things that are on the job board, two of them need to go away because one of them is the keep in which you guys established that you're going to get an abandoned shack that you'll turn into a keep. The other one is new digs in which you talk to Ferris Thurmond to move fight group to a new place, and we already did that. And the last thing that's remaining right now is new spirit in town. Fauna Firkin Trees has a quest for you guys. There's a new power in the forest, and it's growing. Aja's circle is nurturing this power, and they need your help to give this new power a new home. Well, it's the only thing to do. Let's go send it to hell. See what kind of wieners you can collect for Wiener Hall. <laughs> the, spirit, the spirit wieners get a big price. <laughs> Over here we have our ghostly There's, wiener section. They're, they're like uh, diet wieners that are zero calories. <laughs> <laughs> Their spirit wieners. I just pictured a very <laughs> Professor Brothers like two handed gesture. Like, you can just take these wieners, it's fine. <laughs> Earlier today, I was eating a ghost wiener and it was just going flap, flap, flap. Um, all right, let's go see Fauna. I, I didn't know you had a sister. Mm hmm. Savvy. Savvy. Savvy freaking trees. Savvy. Mm -hmm. Someone who hasn't came into uh, fruition yet. Oh. Yeah, don't, isn't my mom enough for you? You don't need to get my, my sister hooked on meth too. Bit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bad influence. I feel like I shouldn't like your mom due to her picture. She's a stupid old lady in Titanic that just throws this invaluable necklace into the sea. Did she though? Wink. And that's the story of the best dick I ever got. <laughs> the end. Oops! He Bloop. had a hang down to his knee. <laughs> <laughs> Did I ever tell you about... Yes, Grandma! <laughs> <laughs> it was like a baby's arm holding an apple. <laughs> and there was totally room on that board, but I was like, I don't want to deal with this. <laughs> Is he going to want me to put my mouth on it? <laughs> I've got jaw problems as it is. Do you know how bad TMJ can hurt? He did make a nice drawing of me, though. Not for fuck's sake, Grandma. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh. Can you imagine if that was fucking Thanksgiving every year? Grandma's got to bust out the best dick she ever got story. <laughs> it's, oh, the Model T. It's that family tradition. Back. Oh, we fucked in that Model T. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Model D, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Came like three times. You know, I, I have to say, I just want to throw back for just a second, give Josh credit. That's probably the second best Model T joke that we've had. <laughs> the best one was the uh, Henry Ford smoking pot. You were like, check it out, man. It's the Model J. <laughs> <laughs> How do we have so many Model T jokes? <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> ranking Model T jokes <laughs> in VGET specifically. <coughs> Henry Ford references. <laughs> what what podcast doesn't have a bunch of Henry Ford references, really? The father of modern industry. We have brought this up too, actually. Yeah. We've which, uh, which dystopian book is it where they worship Ford? Is it 1984 or Brave World? Brave New World. I think it's 1984, where Henry Ford is like the their deity, basically, but like not like a god straight up, but just worshipped. Woof. <laughs> Anyhow, 1984, Henry Ford. I don't know. I haven't watched that. I watched that. Uh, or I haven't watched that book in a really long time. Oh no! Is it? Bra- it is Brave New World. That's right. Because mm-hmm. 1984 is not very good. Animal Farm is better. Animal Farm is really good. 1984 was one of the most boring fucking books. And I read that like right in the right time where you're supposed to read that. Like young, angsty teenager. The world's just trying to crush my individuality and blah, blah, blah. I want to be able to wear baggy pants to express myself. Because I was a whiny little bitch like everybody else back then. And I don't mean that specific time period. I mean, we all suck when we're teenagers. And if you don't believe that you sucked when you're a teenager, then you really sucked. And also, you suck now. (laughs) (laughs) Man, I definitely suck now. Like uh, baggy pants like Zubas. I had at one point uh, the kind of pants that had like 36 inch diameter. Jarnco? Like, yeah. Remember Except I was those. I was poor, so I had like the Jarnco's. <laughs> the Jankos? Like the Jimco's. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I wasn't like, I was in that shitty middle part. Like there was the, the really cool kids that could afford the, the actual Jenkos, And then there was the like cool on the other end of the spectrum kids that made their own jenkos by sewing it in themselves that's hardcore that's super hardcore that because that, that was like the difference between the ravers and the hippies kind of makes me realize how big of a nerd i am because i have no idea what the fuck you guys are talking about only reason i know is because my brother was into that shit i've always just been a straight up blue jeans and t-shirt guy right that's really funny picturing uh, did, your brother wearing that kind of shit did you ever roll your uh, pant legs though mm-hmm. no i did there was a time where everybody was doing that. Nope. Pair of Levi's and a t-shirt. When do you think that will come back around? Oh, it's never gone out of style. No. Really? Well, they just turned them into just straight up skinny jeans is basically what happened, I guess. Yeah. I mean, they changed the cut a little bit, but as Bag- Taylor Swift says, we never go out of style. But baggy pants aren't in style. Are they? No, baggy pants are... I wonder if baggy pants will ever come back. Like, they're still, like, in the, the sort of thuggin' world of, like, saggy pants, but it's more about being saggy than baggy. It's a good breakdown. Yeah. I mean, pants me, so big, they're like Cinderella's ball gown. Yeah. Those probably won't come back because they were ridiculously impractical. The best part was the kids that couldn't afford to get new ones again and again, like me, and so they ended up being, like, tapered, like a Karen haircut. The, the backs would rub off on the concrete because they were just too fucking big. Those jeans made me angry. Rightfully so. Fauna Furcantries has this quest for you, this quest which you have accepted. Did you want to go out and interact with Fauna? It's cool. We're right by the Sokka Forest now. So we're uh, right by my mom's place. Yeah, like how old is Sabby? Just asking. They've got a they've got like a wood carving over on the wall and you just keep looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> is that an old picture or is that, is that a fairly accurate representation? What's what's she doing these days? Uh just one just just out of curiosity. Oh man. That would be so creepy. I wonder if anybody's like I know somebody's done that. Why am I questioning that? Go over to somebody's house and ask about like the younger sister in pictures or whatever. <laughs> what did you uh 
put that picture for Savvy up. Was that a long time ago? Oh, yeah. That was like back in the start. Oh, my God. I've never seen it. Okay. Out at the Firkin Trees, I I always fuck it up. We call it a farm or a hut or whatever, but at the Firkin Trees place. The Firkin Yurt. The Firkin Yurt. I think that was it. I think we called it the Firkin Yurt at one point. Mm Mm-hmm. At the Firkin Yurt. You know, I'm I'm writing it in my, my, uh, my note for her. Liz and the Firkin Yurt. They used to have the farms and now it's just the Firkin Yurt. Because she's your mom, is it the mother Firkin Yurt? <laughs> it is. <laughs> the mother Firkin Yurt. That's just weird. You don't want to go to the sister Firkin Yurt, though, because that's a... Wait, where is that, though? Kind of sounding like he wants to go to the sister Firkin Yurt. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't, I haven't met the sister yet. It's better than Firkin Trees. <laughs> oh! You guys roll on up to the, the Firkin Yurt, and uh, there's there's Fauna. She's, she's out in the yard, you know, with her way too loose and revealing nightgown on, and Farty the dog is rolling around in the yard. You know, she's an old druid, man. She doesn't have anybody to impress anymore. She doesn't need to impress anyone. She's her own firkin tree. Mm-hmm. That's her firkin yurt. Mm-hmm. She doesn't owe that to anybody. And she she gets up and uh, she sees you guys come. She's, oh, hello, boys. Welcome back. Good to see you all. Can hey, I, Mom. Can I interest anybody in getting fucked up? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm... I'm good, thank you. Always down for a, you know, a druid, a druid only. Mm-hmm. So I'm okay with that. I got about a pound of good natural in, inside here. Let me go grab it. She comes out. And, I mean, I, I I would, you know, to kind of bridge the gap between old lady druid and like grandmas, she brings it out and it's, it's on a little serving tray with a nice doily and <laughs> here you go. Get all fucked up now. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone can stay the night if they need to. Thanks, mom. I have to think that a druid could grow buds the size of bowling balls. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, she's out there. There is specifically a spell that helps plants grow that druids can uh, that druids can pick up. And I have, in fact, had somebody in previous D&D campaigns use it to grow weed. Oh, yeah, we could, uh, for our establishment, run a dispenser as well. Well, I mean, that's the plant for the temple. I mean, when, when oh, we get okay. to that far. It's, uh, we, don't worry, I got... <laughs> I got plants. <laughs> okay. Is there, are you going to sell, like, wiener-shaped pipes? <laughs> oh. Well, yeah, we could turn wieners into pipes. Yeah, why wiener-shaped? Why wouldn't we just make Use pipes? an actual wiener? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. It saves a lot of work if you just use an actual wiener. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just imagining we're going to probably fight some tree people or something like that. Some tree wiener we can carve into some pipes would be. Do trees have wieners? That's an ant wang right there. <laughs> <laughs> they have stamens. <laughs> Let me smoke out of your st- st- stamens. <laughs> me and my tree cousin touch stamens. <laughs> <laughs> That's ridiculous. Why does Cartman admit that? That's because he's pretending to have Tourette's for so long that oh. he loses all filter. <laughs> so he starts saying everything. And then he can't stop himself. Over the course of uh, an evening with uh, some, <laughs> some druid, you know, snacks and Doritos and what have you, and then uh, some, uh, you know, some some nice natural druid drugs, she goes on to explain that uh, there was a time recently where you guys had gone out on a quest, and there was this big ooze-covered thing out in the woods and you guys killed all the oozes off of it and then that spirit kind of freed itself well that spirit it turns out is some uh some kind of ancient power that had been reawakened by all of this stuff happening and well now it's looking for a a new home the druids had gotten together and there's a there's a group of apes that live in the forest and uh in a cave what? And they're uh, they're a bunch of assholes. There's just apes in this forest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that doesn't right up well the magic. <laughs> Why is this the detail? That- <laughs> <laughs> 
Never mind orcs and dragons. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Fucking apes? <laughs> I thought we were going to play a realistic, serious campaign. <laughs> I don't know. I just didn't know that like, we were in, like, you no know. apes live around here. <laughs> This, for, from a climate perspective, <laughs> that's, like, that's exactly where I'm going. <laughs> like, I didn't think we lived in like a jungle zone. Don't apes live in like every biome? I mean, we're apes, so yeah. Not even, not even including humans. But yeah, there is there is some form of ape, and I think everything except maybe deserts. Okay, I mean, like how, like when you say ape, like are we talking like? Gorillas or chimpanzees or asking, monkeys, baboons. I think we're yeah. asking uh, the murder firkin right now. Orangutans, because I've always said that wrong. I grew up saying orangutan. It still sounds terrible to me when it says the correct way. Yeah, I know. Orangutan. Orangutan. That's how it's said. Oh, I've, never, I've not known that. There's no G at the end. It's orangutan. 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 I'm normally a stickler for language, but I'll always say orangutan, even though I know it's incorrect. It just sounds better. Mm -hmm. Why wouldn't you name something with alliteration? I just like saying tang. (laughs) What you got out there? Orangutan. Orangutan. tang. (laughs) Get your orangutan out of my poon. (laughs) Get your poon out of my orangutan. All right. Um, Speaking of ape, ape, ape and whatnot facts, uh, I recently learned that uh, Jane Goodall had uh, no medical, or sorry, not no medical, no like formal education. Really? Like somebody who, whoever got her start in the career, and forgive me for not remembering the name, but just saw her and was like, you look at apes good. You should do it more for money. And she was like, okay. And became one of the most well-recognized scientists. I mean, out of any scientists, I would say everybody knows her fucking name. I think so I, I just read a smells of feces. fact with the far side and Jane Goodall, like they called her, I don't know. It was something like something close to like, like a tramp or something like that of, of some sort. And then she was offended and then she read it and she loved it so much. She wrote a, uh, an, a, an intro to a far side. Her com- fucking, her lawyers. Yeah. Like did a cease and desist. And then she saw the comic and was like, this is fucking hilarious. And so and she yeah. wrote an intro to the far side book. <laughs> Whoa. Tuba. <laughs> Baritone. Mm-hmm. I had two distinct notes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, double up. Oh, uh, uh. oh. I do love the far side. I keep, I'm fucking blown away every time Josh finds a far side that I haven't seen before. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? I have like loved this dude's comics my entire life. I have a pile of the books, but I have not bought the ultimate collection. I still need to do that. Read every single one of his things. Mostly the ones I send along, it's because I've never seen them either. And I also own a bunch of the books. That's probably why. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. You guys want any Garfield books? <laughs> yeah. No, I've had them all. <laughs> I've seen enough of your Garfield content. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You guys You guys have yourselves a, a lovely evening with Ms. Trees. She, uh, she tells you where to, uh, to find the cave that they'd like to dedicate to this this uh this spirit and uh you know it's just like a good uh day's journey into the forest for you so i i think i have to be reminded after so much awesome drug smoking um what's the problem with the apes like why oh, they're are, in the cave where the, the where the spirit is where the spirit wants to be where they oh, want to put the spirit oh, i guess okay. it'd be. oh so we got to make these apes homeless yeah. That's so kind of shit. I know. We're kind of being the asshole. That's here. pretty not chill, you know, yeah. for Why? like a bunch of druids. I mean, can can we convince this thing to go somewhere else so we don't have to, you know, yeah, maybe an ape habitat? So do we have to kill the apes? <laughs> I know. It sounds, like, it sounds like there's only one place where these apes live in the whole world and we're about to disrupt it first. Maybe we can find them a better home. Hey. Huh? Yeah. A human, uh, uh, humanity mission. Maybe we can adopt them. Let's go see if we can them. work something out with them. Maybe we can make war apes out of them. Maybe we can bring them down and see if they want to fight people. Offer them jobs that are keep. <laughs> <laughs> How do we keep? Apes will work for peanuts. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> what would we do? What would we have them do? What kind Sweep of the floor. <laughs> Maybe one of them can fight. That's what I was, yeah. Oh, huh? God, please do, don't say that. We don't need a monkey fight club. <laughs> like, well, <laughs> no, we can have fight group. Fight group. group. We don't need a monkey fight group. 
do you like everyone go out with like the Simpsons where everybody's anything happens in international waters? waters. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no more. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm just saying that there was an age-old question: Who would win between a human? Would you rather fight a a lion with a a spear or a human with a ape with a no, goat no, no. kite? And... Would you rather fight a lion, a lion with a shovel, as in you've got a shovel, mm-hmm. or a gorilla or an ape? What? No, what did I say? Gorilla? A, no, a, a, a chimpanzee. A chimpanzee. Yeah. Chimpanzee. If it was a gorilla, fight? that would really change uh, the equation. Yeah. No, it doesn't. <laughs> I want no part of either one of those apes. I mean, but it, they'll make their own wiener would, museums. If it's a lion with a shovel, like I would take the chimpanzee versus the cart. But if it was a gorilla, yeah, with a shopping, gorilla would know. No. With a shopping cart or a lion, then I'd probably take the lion. I would take so, my chance. Dear, dear listener, this was, an, this was a question proposed by a bunch of drunk people a long, long, long time ago over some alcohol and cribbage. Because there was this one guy who insisted he could fight wild animals and everybody else in the room was like, no, dude, you can't. Like, human beings will die in every matchup. And uh, and so then it was like, well, all right, you get a weapon. Now what would you fight? And the winner, at least from a laughter perspective of the evening, was would you rather fight a tiger and you've got a shovel, and just like a regular spade shovel, or would you rather fight a chimpanzee and your weapon is a shopping cart? And that was the funniest fucking thing we came up with that night. And the answer is always no. You'll still you'll lose. You'll die. You'll die. Yeah. But you um, would die faster and maybe have a better chance against a tiger with a shovel. I just I just don't think so. We just have to agree to disagree. This is like an important the, thing to debate. Chimps maybe this is bite off appendages and like oh. But I think you can like fend like just keep your distance. All right. Well, let me let me ask this: Is this like? Like, can you run away, or is it a fight to the death? Can you pull the shopping cart down over you? Well, I think... <laughs> and that's what everybody yeah. said. Everybody was like, can I turtle it up? Of course you can. You can do anything you want. You're not going to run faster than a lion or a chimpanzee. So Definitely with, not a it's lion. Them. But, I mean, with the shopping cart, you know, you might be able to use it to, you know, use it as defense and, you know, find a way to escape. Uh, I but mean, you're you not going to escape like a lion with Sure, a you can run away, but it's a chimpanzee whose destiny to bite your wiener off. But like, let's say that's you're running wants, away that's its and you, just, you like clogged a doorway with a shopping cart or something. And so then now you get... There's doorways now. But, you know, there's all these like icebreaker what if conversations and everybody wants to make them complicated. Nah, bro, you just got to deal with the facts you've got in front of you. Well, I'm just... Uh, that's why I'm asking, like, do do we have to kill I the guess animal? it's gladiator style where it's an arena. So you can't, you're just nowhere to go. Yeah. And you just gotta, you, all right. It's a, so it is a fight to the death. Is it's, what I think saying. it's gotta be a fight to the, well, it's gonna be a fight to your death, no matter what happens. <laughs> I mean, I, fight I to know. thy death. The only, I mean, the only thing would be if you got really lucky and you were able to, with the shovel, get it into the tiger's mouth and maybe chip a tooth off. And then he's like, well, fuck this. I'm not fighting you anymore. You could uh, break the shovel handle like Make into a spear. a spear and then stab it. I'd rather stab it just with the straight up shovel head. Those things are pretty nasty. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think this. I don't think it'd be sharp enough for a spear. I, I've always thought about that too. When they break them, like whenever I break something like a handle or something like that, it's never like pointy spear. It's always this blunt thing with stupid edges. Yeah. And so you're not gonna get anywhere with stupid edges. Those edges will hurt a little bit. Though. Oh, not. They will. The tiger, pierce a tiger hide. The tiger will say, "Ow." This is like an animal who fights things with claws on a regular basis. Uh-huh. I don't know. Did you, although, it, you know what this makes me think of? I just watched this last night for whatever reason. Do you ever see the video of the guy that goes and gets his dog back from a kangaroo? Yeah, punches it. Oh, like, yeah. What the fuck he is punches that? it and the kangaroo's just like, the fuck? Can't, you can't do that. <laughs> it stops for a second. <laughs> like the look on his face is like, I, what? But I was reading about that and that guy was like 6'4", 6'5", and he kind of looks small to this kangaroo. Yeah, dude, that kangaroo's jacked. Yeah. and just, the, That kangaroo is just like, Fucking just fucking like why is it that animals like that like like if you look at a gorilla in a zoo doesn't fucking do anything except eat you know whatever the fuck it eats all day and they're just jacked out of their mind like how do they what is it about like Genet- just being a gorilla, gorilla ge- genetics like some sort they just grow yeah. with steroids well you know the modern human diet contains a lot of processed sugars and um I feel like if you really take that into account, that's why, that's why we 
I mean, that gorilla was born in captivity, but I doubt it's like, it's probably like first generation born in captivity. So it's still going to grow to its natural. Well, I mean, like, I'm just saying like the muscle mass just on those animals, whether it's a lion or a tiger or a gorilla, like they're just laying around all day. Yeah, they're not laying around all day though. They're playing, they're jumping, the, you know, the monkeys are climbing up in trees and shit. Like, look at them, the fittest people the you know. The crazy polar bear swims in its little four foot tank. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, the, fine, fucking, the fittest people you know work out one hour a day. And those things probably put in like three or four because what the fuck else do they have to do? I mean, look at a dude who does parkour. He's still like... He's not as fucking ripped as, like, a gorilla in captivity. Like, I don't know. Uh, his body genetics aren't made that way. I mean, his natural genetics. Right. I don't think you guys are understanding what I'm saying here. Yeah, like, I, I see. Why isn't he just, like, a fat gorilla with, like, just lard everywhere? Homer Simpson gorilla? Yeah. Wearing a muumuu? <laughs> right? Is that what you're kind of... I don't want to well, be they're, a freak. They're, they're, like, there's a difference between being fit and, like, the amount of muscle, like, a gorilla has. Like they're the gorillas aren't like spending all their day like bench pressing. Well, what do you know? Think about <laughs> I don't. Yeah. I mean, think about Andre. I mean, it's a movie quote. Sure, Andre the Giant. He's like, you're so large. It's not my fault. I'm the biggest and the strongest. I don't even work out. Right. And so I think it's kind of like that clause is that, you know, that's what their body is. All right, guys, does. time for games. Rush <laughs> 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 over gorilla games. <laughs> All right, let's do some gorilla games, y'all. All right, let's try this one more time. You guys are having your conversation with Fauna. She describes to you guys all the fun things about this quest. Is there, you know, like, you're like, uh, so you guys are like, why would we kick these these apes out? I mean, what do we have against these apes? And she's like, oh, no, these apes are total dicks. <laughs> <laughs> what, what about dicks? The apes, they're dicks. How, how many apes are we talking about? Oh, I th I think there's like two to six. Are they males? Well, there's a mix, you know. That's how they reproduce is by having both. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever seen an ape do it? It's terrifying. No, oh, no. I've not seen such things, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> You're making me uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Did I ever tell you about the best dick I ever got? <laughs> Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Where's your dad, Fjorten? Um, for a pack of smokes. Druid <laughs> <laughs> smokes. I'm just going to the store to get some eggs. Some better, some better Druid drugs, y'all. Who's your dad? Is it an ape? Do oh, you no, who's your dad? What's God, your do, you, do you even know who your dad is? Who's your daddy? <laughs> You're getting mean. <laughs> You're over there pushing him in the shoulder. You don't you know who your dad is. Who's your dad? Who's your dad? Hey, Mom, who's dad? <laughs> I mean, uh, do you want to explore that aspect of your character? There's no, we don't, we don't have to. Well, I, no, but, I think, I think that's fine. This um, is a safe space. Uh, that's nice. Like parlor. Mm-hmm. I like to think, uh, Father Druid, the Father Firkintree. Father Firkintrees. Mm-hmm. I pictured him having a different last name. Fauna seemed like a modern independent woman that don't need no man. And like, maybe she kept her own last name. Father Firkin Firkin Trees. Firkin Firkin Trees. <laughs> Father Trees and Firkin. I like to think I'd like to think nevi not everything's happy in the Druid community in the world, the Druid world out there. And so, fortunately, I think Dad fought the Druid fight and he didn't come back one day. Hmm. Some sort. I don't know about these wars or anything. I mean, it's a pretty peaceful community here, but there were some Druid wars. There's some Druid wars. Okay, he died in the Druid wars. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I didn't mean to didn't mean to bring up a sensitive subject. Oh, it's fine. It was, it was a long time ago. Let's get fucked up. <laughs> this is why druids are always fucked up. So you don't have to think about the druids. So just give me the right down.
Campaign 2, Episode 58, There's Apes, was released on January 24th, 2021. Join us again next week for more unrealistic biome inhabitants on... Vegan! 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 The Very Good Adventuring Team! People might want powdered wiener. Mm -hmm. We have no idea what kind of wieners we're going to find.